Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to another Friday afternoon where we are going to drink the week away and then complain about all the things that we are drinking away <laughs> through the week. I am Zane C. Weber. I'm one of your hosts here at Glass of Wine. To my left, I have the lovely... Bonjour, it is Gina Schwartz. The wonderful... Andy Schossler. Hello and good welcome. And our special guest this week is none other than Shane Oliver himself. How you going? Hooray! How you going? <laughs> I like him already. Yeah, he, he, he does rival Gina for the broadest Australian. <laughs> oh, I love it. Excellent. Oh, we'll get on well then. I like it. <laughs> so, uh, Shane, you host the Shane Oliver Experience yes, on that's TNT. Right. Yeah, so you, you talk to uh, local musicians and, and bands about the scene? Yeah, yeah. So anyone that's generally involved in the local scene is the main focus as well. And we'll usually – the main premise is to try and give them a spot, like a plug to yeah, get their yeah. stuff out there as well, make them feel like what they're doing is important too, and to get people knowing – you know, some of the behind the scenes stuff and how long it takes to write music or even how quickly some people can do it. And you yeah, know, yeah, the, yeah. With the ups and downs of the scene where it can be too, you know, getting shows, bands fading away, up and down sort of thing. You mean and bands don't just show up and perform ad lib for my entertainment? And <laughs> well, some do. <laughs> for, like, for example, there's been tons of bands that'll come through and, you know, they'll do, they'll be around for a couple of months and then oh, wow. out, of, out of nowhere they'll just disappear again, you know. Right. Like it, it just bands that people will like, and then suddenly you know c- circumstances will change, and then they just they kind of fade off, and then they mo- they could do another project or whatever. It's good to keep in touch with where they are going. If they right. like their music, they're not in that band anymore, but you can follow them in this one now, sort of thing. Mm. Is it so, is, is it a close community where everybody knows everybody else involved? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Especially with a lot of like the drummers and like the metal right. scene and stuff like that too, like because they play in more than one band. Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, like Ooh. some of them have used like multiple bands and whatnot. But you know, you got to spread them. You know, you can't you know, they're, get they're, a drummer overnight. It takes years to, to get a good one. Well, yeah, and spe- uh, specifically for like that genre as well, it's incredibly right. it's like talented. Like how how quickly and how how quickly they can play and and going into all of that too. And yeah, there's not that many people with that sort of like skill set in such a like it's a big area i know but you know if they're already doing maybe two bands can they do another one like (laughs) they're not really getting like unless they're up there real high you know like touring all the time and getting good money for it it's i need incidental music while i drink i demand (laughs) drumming (laughs) but yeah yeah, so i I like to i I like to talk to them and i I myself want to know more about it too so i want to get amongst it more and and specifically there's always there's always like you know the the like the dark side i wouldn't i wouldn't say dark side but like the mental health side of it as well like not not a lot of people um 
like to openly talk about it as much. Like they're, they're all like the, it's a tight knit community where they all get along with each other. And if something's up and down, you know, we'll talk about it. But I just, I, I in particular want people to talk about it. Like it's a normal thing. Like it's not like a, it's not a taboo topic. Like you can talk about having a shit day. You can talk about why you write specific songs that can be, you know, a downer, but, <laughs> but you're, you're, you're having a downer that day. And, you know, and transform it into a into a song, and then people enjoy that. They can relate to it. It makes more than one person feel good. So okay. that's that's what I like to have. You know, the audience listen to the other side of it, sort of thing. You know, mm. bit of oh, ban- bit of banter. We come in, have a beer, make it as you know relaxed Cash. as possible. Yeah, yeah, and let everybody have a listen to and listen to different styles of music in particular as well, because it's not just like the heavy stuff that I like to listen to. Although that's I wouldn't say that's everything <laughs> that I've had on there so far, but uh, you know, a fair few of them, like a people have already known or met through people as well. So it's just kind of a, a head start, I guess. Right. So now I'm trying to branch out and get more people on and um, give them a platform. Really, mm, it, it's good. good. It's good fun. More yeah, so scar. More scar. <laughs> hey, that's, that's good shit. That's good shit. All right. Uh, yeah. So if, if you want to find out more about that, you can go on that's not canon com forward slash Shane Oliver experience and you can subscribe there or on any podcatcher. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm on Instagram and I'm on Facebook as well. Yeah, like I've we'll put links start, in the show yeah. notes, etc. Yeah. etc. Et but we're here to drink wine today. Yeah, yeah, this can't skip that. <laughs> and we we have chosen a rose, a Unico Zello Magnifique Rose oh. from South Australia. It sounds tasty. <gasps> can we is the vintage exciting or not really? It's not particularly exciting, but you can guess it if you wish. Can you give us a range? It is between <laughs> 2015 <laughs> and 2022. <laughs> well, seeing as <laughs> we're in 2019. Are um, we though? Or is that just a vast conspiracy? I was almost expecting you to say it's between January of this year <laughs> and the current date. <laughs> uh, 2018. Yeah, rosés. It's 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 going to be young. Either does it have to be young? Does it? No, just they are. Oh. They don't tend to age. Useful. Yeah, I'm going to say 2017 at the very most. Mm-hmm. Mm. So we're supposed to guess how old the wine is. Sure, it's I've just okay. made it up. New thing we're for me. Because well, I was about it's a to new ask game. Before, yeah, <laughs> I was about to ask before. Like, were we supposed to wait to drink this? Because I've already started. I've already no, started slipping on this before we even <laughs> try. As soon to go. as you've got it in your glass, you can drink. Oh, it. I guess. Oh, 2017. Well. Everyone is incorrect except Gina (laughs) (laughs) with 2018. Yay, good. (laughs) I think I just like playing games even if they're dumb. I don't know why. I wouldn't have picked that. You don't Mm. think? (laughs) No? Uh, So what do we think of this one on on first? uh... Am I crazy or does it have a smell? I'm going to describe this. it's, It's a smell like clay, but it's not clay. It's... The smell of clay that you get from a $20 note when it's fresh out of the ATM, like a newly printed. Oh, you know that You know that clay smell? I do know. Am I, am <laughs> you I, got am, me like freaking out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start sniffing my $20 note now. <laughs> <laughs> this, taste, this smells like the rosé. <laughs> Shit. Am I, am, am I insane in, in no, getting that? It's not just me? I, I can see the similarities. I'm not 100% with you there, but right. I, I, I see it. Well, it's, let's. It's I also there. let's call it earthy. I, <laughs> I don't grab onto that particular analogy, but it 
did, as soon as I drank it, take me right back um, on the farm that I grew up on. We uh, we had flowers and we would grow chrysanthemums uh, just oh. before Mother's Day. And when you cut chrysanthemums, it's a very distinct uh, smell. smell. It's very floral, but oh, it's yeah. also a little bit like a chlorophyll um, chloroform, very, very, very. <laughs> it is, and 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 you're walking in wet dirt, so it is a very distinct oh, yeah, smell. Yeah. That area, very floral and earthy, like you said. So mm. that's what I went. Maybe, to. yeah. I just smell. I think you're right. A bit of earthy, but also like really strong kind of um, t- uh, toxic, <laughs> toxic, <laughs> toxic something, toxic, toxic liquid. See this. This feels really soft and nice. I, I, oh, I yeah. really like this. Yeah. But I feel like in a good way, in the best way, <laughs> you could light this on fire. You know what I mean? I, I'm not getting no. I'm not getting a particularly alcoholic no. or – It's pretty sweet. It's it pretty is sweet. very yeah. sweet, very okay. soft. It's not like tangy or No, or I, think the, I think the smell is different to the taste. It definitely is, yeah. I'm yeah. tasting this and going, yes, hello, honey. The, the taste has a flowery finish. Yeah. That I, I that I wasn't expecting. No. So where are, what, 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 are we going to play the actual game now? <gasps> Do you know the game, Shane? No, I don't. Okay. Can't, the I can't game, remember The anyway. game is to pair this wine with a food. With a food. And so see you- if the... Uh, the, the experts at the winegallery.com.au. Agree with you. <laughs> Agree with you. <laughs> so basically you taste it, you go, mm, what would I like to eat with this? Even if it's wrong, because I am 90% of the time. But, you know, it's a fun game. I'm going to say that there are three answers to this. Mm-hmm. One is a very easy answer. One is a slightly harder answer. Mm-hmm. And the third is expert level answer. <laughs> so let's see. I'm going ra- to rank your answers. <coughs> oh. Okay, so this is I'm not gonna I'm not gonna place, you know. I'm like the Stephen Bradbury, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But I didn't win. I want a pie. Okay. I want to eat like an asparagus yummy pie. Oh yeah. Is this is this the expert level one though? No, or no, no? No, 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 no. I'm gonna say because that would that sounds I'd have that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A pie. That's, I'm eating pie. Okay. Like a really homemade pie. Go. I want to mix fruit and poultry. Oh. Uh, Duck l'orange, uh, an apricot chicken, uh, some sort of mango pheasant. Mango pheasant. <laughs> mango pheasant. Put a mango and a turkey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cram- yeah, cranberry and turkey. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. Yeah. A tomangan. To- oh. oh, I love that. A mango that. and a chicken and a turkey. <laughs> tomangan. <laughs> We could that? go. We could go several levels. We could inception <laughs> deep into yeah, into, into this. this. No, I, uh, it's it's a little bit it's a little bit sweet. Mm. So I'm quite happy to have fruit with this. It's not going to be overpowering. But okay. yeah, I feel like some poultry with this. Okay. All right. And what about you, Shane? I probably would have gone with some cheese and crackers or something with it. To be honest. Okay. You know, mm. Pretty entry level. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna say. Shane's the closest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. There's uh, no, there's no with, asparagus pie on there. With the, uh, <laughs> with with the uh, the mid the mid uh, answer, which was uh, deli meats and cheeses, charcuterie yeah. sort of thing. The easy answer was pasta. Oh, I was yeah. going to yeah. say meat. 
I thought that was going to be a well, easy. And, and then the expert answer was Indian curries. So Rogan Josh. Oh, well, you were close with uh, your mango yeah, you chicken. Yeah, yeah, Vietnamese sort of stuff. But yeah, they, they yeah. really did like the really heavy things they also suggest. Uh, so uh, barbecue ribs or chicken thighs um, or peri-peri chicken. So how do they like work out how like that pairs best with it? Do they sit down one day and just have like a whole array of like meals lined up in front of them and then just eat those foods. I would like wine. to think that that's the case. <laughs> Usually it's just they taste the flavors in the wine and go, that flavor pairs well with this particular yes. flavor. Or like or you, want a, some you want a salty yeah. food to complement this wine, or this wine would complement a, a very So they're just basing dish. it off the, the types of um, ingredients that are in the wine yeah. that would go with yeah. it. Yeah. Or, oh. yeah, and the flavors and aromas are from the actual wine. Oh. So they, they suggest ribs with it, and I wouldn't want to have this with red, red meat. I would think it's far really? too heavy. Yeah. Oh, no. I would think I the ribs would heavily overpower this wine. What? This is very light wine. Yeah. I Are you thinking ribs with like a sauce, though? Big plate of barbecued ribs. I don't, oh. know, I don't know what else. Yeah, no. Okay, that's not if what you, I was If you paired it with Asian, Asian ribs, mm. so that kind of yeah. – uh, Char grilled with with uh with the sauce on top rather than soaked in it, marinated in it. I think that would be nice. Where are we drinking it? I'm outside. I it's too a, it's am a, not inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think with a with a wine this light, I always want to be out out in the sunshine. Like it is, it's very smooth. It's very light on the tongue. I don't feel like I you know need to sit down immediately yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with some other wines that you do. Um, yeah, but I can be standing and having a very casual conversation about, you know, the terrible state of the world. And <laughs> so just a casual Friday. Yeah, <laughs> very much so. Um, I think, I don't know if it's winter or if it's getting colder, but either way, if it's summer or if it's winter, I'm on a boat. and We're, tr- we're back on the boat. We're back on the boat <laughs> and we're not like out at sea, but it's just like either a holiday or a day trip, but it's um, it's around dusk again or it's nighttime if it's winter. This is important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting, you know, at the front of the boat. I don't know boat terminology. I grew up. The bow. The bow. Sure. I'm at the bow. The and pointy I'm on end. The pointy end. <laughs> <laughs> the one that the dolphins come <laughs> <laughs> Um And I'm, you know, on one of those lounge chairs and I'm just watching the sunset. So you say boat, you mean yacht. You mean super yacht. I mean yacht, yacht <laughs> with a very rich man. Okay, yeah. Who wants nothing to do with me but give me money. <laughs> okay. Is behind the wheel. Okay, he just wants to look at you enjoying yourself. No, okay, the, it's not even a rich man. It's like it's probably if it's I a robot. had a it's a rich robot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, if I had an adopted dad. You know what I mean? It's like or like a distant uncle you never knew you knew. It's or like just a very, like a really old rich friend. <laughs> yeah, just who like, had a boat. <laughs> I was like, I'm going out on my boat. You may as well just come along. I have this great rosé. You can sit in the bow and enjoy it. There's nothing sexual going on between me and the man. It's very platonic and I feel safe. Okay. I'm just going to say as soon as you gendered him, I felt like there was some sexual thing going on there. No, but it's it's not a woman on the boat and I can't tell you why. Okay. You and this group of men on this <laughs> on this yacht in international I mean, waters, 
I didn't say group of men and I didn't say international waters. You like, implied it though, right? <laughs> this, is a, this is a bad start of a bad porno and I'm not about it. Only good pornos for Gina. Yes, with storyline and consent. For me, <laughs> this, this wine is a reward. I've been doing something intellectually stimulating, like, but like also exhausting. Like maybe like the, it's a, a, like a wedding rehearsal and I'm, uh, I'm the person, like the MC, and I'm kind of telling everyone what okay. to do and we've done everything and we're just sitting down to like the rehearsal dinner, afternoon garden party with this wine. Mm-hmm. And so everything's done. We just have to kind of get through this dinner and then everything will play out tomorrow. I'm not getting married. I'm watching someone else getting married and we're drinking wine. It's so accomplishment wine. Yeah, mm. accomplishment wine. Mm. I was probably thinking along the same thing. Like yeah. engagement, wedding sort of ceremony, something mm. nice and sweet that you can drink inside, outside. <laughs> sort yeah. Of Anywhere. Yeah. Like it it goes down well. Are fairy lights going on? Fairy lights? Mm. Mine is in the there early afternoon. Oh. So about three, four. Okay. Right. Have an early dinner. So that everyone can be well rested for the big day tomorrow. Oh, that's <laughs> so it's nice. interesting. Yeah, We're it's very important to think ahead. Gina. Yeah, <laughs> no is. hangovers for the wedding. <laughs> no, 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 no. Do no, I no. need? Do I need to check on it? Check in on you at eight pm. <laughs> it's not my wedding. She's beyond the horizon. <laughs> She's wedding. on her own now. <laughs> She's Weddings usually wedding. happen in the <laughs> afternoon. I've, I've got a big sleep in it. <laughs> you good. need to be in hair and makeup at 8 a.m. Yeah, I don't have to be conscious. It's like. <laughs> All right. Well, we have our wine. Thank you, winegallery.com.au. If you want to go there and have a sample of their wares, you can. I sample di- their wares. Yes, they have wares, which know, are it's, it's wine, funny. which they keep in a warehouse. So nice. house their wares in a warehouse. It's good. Mm. Sort of wine warehouse. The more you know <laughs> with a glass of wine. Uh, and you can go there, you can take their quiz, you can sign up. There's no commitments. You can just say, I would like some wines delivered this month, please. And then they will ask you, do you want more wine delivered next month? And you'll go... Yes, yes, please. The last one that you sent me was perfect. <laughs> I would like more. Thank you. Uh, can I say I know I know they're our sponsor, but they are genuinely a pleasure to deal with. It's yeah. it's fun mm, using the website, and I know that sounds you know so silly where you're just clicking buttons from a, from a check menu of you know wines you like to have, but it's actually fun. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I really enjoy doing it, and they've been really polite and. Generous, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, there's a little peek behind the curtain. Mm. The uh, the original agreement did run out, and we were like, "Okay, do we want to continue?" And we were like, "Yes, please." Oh. And so, mm. yeah, we we oh, uh, good. contacted each other, and we we're like, "Yes, we're very happy with everything that's going on. Let's just keep moving forward." Yeah, cool. Um, and yeah, so everyone at the wine gallery has been great. Even when you don't like the wine, they'll ask you why, and you get to rate all the wines as you come through, so that they can learn more about your taste. It's a great system if you want to keep trying new wines from new places. Yeah, uh, like we have a lot of international wines, um, and this one is a South Australian one, but they have Spain, they have Italy, Uruguay. Uh, yeah. South Africa, uh, just and and you, if you really want to buy into it, they have like little badges you get for trying wines from different parts of the world. Oh, and, really? Yeah, and all that sort of stuff. Like you know, points, and, yeah. and you can get free <laughs> bottles of wine for oh, getting cool. 
more badges and things. It's a whole thing. Go on, have a look. Uh, at checkout, you can use our uh, code glass of wine with an H and that will give you $25 off your first order. And if you use that $25 to add another bottle of wine into your order, then with four bottles, you get free delivery. So best of both worlds, win-win. Shipping is free. More wine. More good times. Less money. Less money for delivery. <laughs> Mine sounded better. <laughs> and more that, wine, once more again, good times. is our sponsor, The Wine Gallery. Okay. Wine gallery. There we okay. go. <laughs> I, oh, I see. You'll sing for Zane, but not for I feel like I felt like I cut you off before. Oh, I, I know, but the moment wasn't right. It's okay. It was then, though. I appreciate it. Okay. So, Shane, we've had our wine. Now it is time to get everything off your chest that's been bothering you this week. The um, floor is yours. The floor is mine. Okay. Um, well, on the way here, because I'm not really a big wine drinker it's it's been it's my parents that always have been they're the ones that have, have it's their been, fault yeah yeah basically <laughs> basically and i mean the first time i ever had wine was out of a casket so i mean like yeah i'm talking yeah. goon sack goon sack times so oh, look you know some of the best cheapest wines comes in cars yeah fruity lexia that's the <laughs> one that one goes down real well with some oj you know <laughs> yeah 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 so nice. um I've never really been a big, like, taster of it or anything like that. But when you said, you know, you want to come on sort of thing, I'm like, oh, yeah, sweet. But then I was thinking, I hope they have at least something that's, you know, I'm not a huge fan of red wines. Ah, that, yes, that was yeah, my yeah, one. Yeah. I'm, I, I See, I don't even know. This is red-looking wine, but I saw it being, like, rose, rosé, yeah, and I'm like, it would rose be sweet. So I thought I'd give that a uh, give that a crack, but yeah, on my way here, I'm like, oh no, nah, I should probably get one beer, just one beer, <laughs> just in case, <laughs> just one beer. I may not like the wines. I'm not huge on the reds if just, they have them. Just hold it back. If we hear that yeah. that that can, yeah. <laughs> we know we failed. I was yeah, and I'm, I'm walking I'm walking down here, and then I forgot what day it was as well. So I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't go in and get a, a, a beer, and then I was on the way. I'm thinking, oh, do I have time? Because Yard Dog was open up there at the oh, time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, they, they have schooners. I can just go in for a sneaky one or whatever. But it was getting real close to the time. And I'm like, <sighs> no, nah, we'll just go. We'll just go. We'll get up there and see how we go. What are you whinging about? There's nothing to worry about there. But if I was going to whine about anything, yes, Good Friday. Why? Why shut the, why shut the, why shut the bottle today? Why shut everything? Yeah. Everything is shut today. I, is, is, I, I am famously non-observant of any religious holidays but are most people like is is there a a a reason that it it happens uh it's it's tradition to to shut down and make a big thing over easter i don't particularly understand why yeah i mean but also like shutting down bottlelows like australians Mm. traditionally on a public holiday drink will drink like that even even on anzac day which you would think was if there's ever been an excuse for drinking. Yes. Anzac yeah. Day is <laughs> Yeah. But even then they won't serve you until noon or they won't serve you afternoon. I can't I, remember I think the rules. it's until noon. Until noon. Yeah, there you go. That, that makes sense, yeah. But I, but I guess like a Good Friday, like it's also mm. tradition not to eat red meat, but they don't shut down – the fast food restaurants. restaurants. No, you'll have your McDonald's. Don't think that they haven't tried. <laughs> your service stations and everything are open too and they have their hot food and all yeah, that stuff yeah. in there still and they serve it. But they're the only things that are open usually. I don't understand if I'm not religious why people go, mm, can't 
Can't eat red meat. I'm like, why the fuck not? Mm. What's what is Jesus going to come down now and smite me? Like, yes, Gina. That. Yes, he will. And I'm saving your soul by preventing <laughs> you from corrupting yourself. I think it's too late. I mean, you say that sarcastically, but there is definitely yeah. a quota, yeah. a quota of people who say, "Is Jesus going to come down and spite me?" That when that magic number is hit, yes, he's going to come down. <laughs> and he's going to smite you. But well, I, no, I agree. Like, if he does, I've got a lot of. Questions. I mean, thank you for the public holiday. I guess I enjoy having a day off, but like, what am I going to do? What cost? <laughs> what am I going to do today? Yeah, I think it's. Yeah. I think it's one of those things that is, you know, the last, the last holdout of a change of not observing, you know, other traditionally shut days. Like, I, I remember growing up, shops would shut on noon on a Saturday, yeah, and absolutely. wouldn't wouldn't open again until Monday, and even wow. during during the week. Thursday night was late night shopping because the shops closed five o'clock, maybe five thirty, uh, on a on a regular weekday, mm. and that was it. Even uh, some older friends of mine, uh, by by only a few years, uh, lived at a time when fuel stations yeah. would you know yeah, al- yeah. alternate which Sunday they were closed on. Yeah, right. So I think, and 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 now with everything moving towards always being open seven days, sometimes moving to twenty four hours. I think Good Friday is just one of those. One of those days that it's it, it, it's the last one clinging on, but it won't be long before you know things slowly it's, start yeah. to open. I think also as we've gotten into the new age of instead of everyone finishing at five, everyone starts at nine or eight, everyone finishes at five, and you're weird if you go past that. You know, you're the exception. So many people start at five, six, seven, and then you know there's people that don't finish until eleven, twelve yeah, a.m. So weird hours, working shifts, yeah. and gigging it. Yeah, yeah, so I think everyone's had to adapt to that. You know, Joe down the street can't get to the bottle by five p.m. So now they've you know <laughs> that Won't over somebody time. think of Joe. <laughs> Why won't somebody think of Joe? <laughs> We're like, thinking of Joe and his immortal soul. Thank yes. you very much. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's also the same with like um, Coles and Woolies. Yeah. They're open every day until 9pm except for Sundays when they close at 6 or something. Mm. And even then I remember at 6.30 that I need bread because I'm an idiot. There's not even necessarily consistency between when they open. No. Like Labor Day, all the shops are closed. But mm. Queen's Birthday... They, they have yeah. regular trading hours. But that's that's legislated, right? Like, I, I don't even know. It, it, it definitely is. Good Friday, like no alcohol serving venues are is allowed to right? be open. That, that's why the I bottle think, are closed. Yeah, I yeah. think that is that is actually a thing. Yeah. And then right. the same yeah. on Anzac Day, like all the bars and whatever will shut exactly on midnight. And then now that that can't be just at the municipal level; that must be at the state level or I, even, I or believe even federal. It, I believe it's federal. Wow, yeah. okay. I, could, I could be wrong, but there are some places here tonight that'll be opening at twelve. Yeah, right. like absolutely. One, yeah, because yeah, yeah, so. yeah, we I we're recording in in the entertainment district in Brisbane. Well, being yeah. at the federal level, no surprise that it's one of the last holdouts. Then, yeah, if that's if that's the case, and it's just weird from <laughs> from one holiday to another. Like, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. Have it be a public holiday and a certain rules set apply to public holidays rather than a specific day. I, I, could, I could be wrong. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I could be wrong, but like I think some privately owned places um, can get away with like opening up uh, on like right. say Good Friday or public holidays. I could be wrong about Good Friday. But oh, and having, having an event on Good Friday? Or, well, no, not just in general, like even with other public holidays. I think some like little, you know, like some of those like convenience stores or supermarkets yeah, and stuff course. like that, mm. the ones that are like, 
privately owned. Sometimes they'll open up for like mm. a, like for half a day or something like that when okay. everyone else is shut. Um, but I, well, I, what if you had yeah. a function? Oh man! I what don't if you had a function that. of <laughs> Brisbane drinkers? <laughs> the, <laughs> the Brisbane good, drinking society. <laughs> good Friday, midnight. Good Friday. We open the doors. <laughs> invite all of our members in. <laughs> you'd get a lot of people and coming just, in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you'd get, you'd Sounds get like as, a great you'd, idea. Let's, uh, you'd get let's people buzzing your phone off the table going, where can I sign up? <laughs> I want, I'm thirsty. Yeah. Everyone, everywhere's shut, mate. <laughs> uh, I suppose the other thing related to that as well that is probably making me want to whine would be this whole Notre Dame fiasco oh. with everything. That has grinded my gears a lot. What about it? What about it? The fact that so much money can be donated so quickly to a fucking church yeah. when they could do something else with it. Ah, uh, now, now, now. To play devil's advocate here. I always <laughs> like a devil's advocate. Let's do it. <laughs> Luckily, we invited yeah. Von to host the show. <laughs> we have our own. <laughs> I love it. A church, specifically one that has that sort of heritage, is controlled by some body. Yeah, in in Paris or some f- f- you know federal government in 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 France, where they o- oversee it. So donating to them and getting all that money to go towards construction and organizing the contractors and things very easy. Mm. But in the case of okay, yes, we could take all that money and feed a whole bunch of people. Sounds like it sounds like it's very achievable because mm. you know food is not that expensive when you buy in bulk mm. after all. But getting it to those people, that then becomes the challenge. Mm. You know, where where do you go if you just funnel that money to towards some government of impoverished people? Then you know they're going to cut a lot off the top. I mean, there's, there's not a lot that's going to get to there. It's 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 all about how it's managed after you after you donate. There could yeah, absolutely, and there could always be like little institutions set up or whatever that focus specifically on delivering that food as well. Like with all that's that true. money too, you could that's open true. up these new businesses or whatever that will specifically, you know, get this food that's been donated with the money from yeah. all that, you know, and go out and, and if you have to, like set it but up also, internationally. Are you telling me that Notre Dame is not insured? Are you telling me that this <laughs> it's been on construction for like five years or something heritage <laughs> listed site is not heavily insured for any damage that could happen that it needs these these uh these these well, billionaires has, to throw money at it, it has the ultimate insurance. oh no that's just a, a big show of yeah you know, absolutely I can do this no it has the ultimate insurance of being propped up by the government yes yeah. it's unlimited insurance there's no shortage of money yeah. for its <laughs> for its reconstruction and and re- refurbishment yeah, yeah. It's, have uh, we discussed why the fire happened does anyone know it was during uh, okay so they have gone on record saying that they do not know precisely who what? was responsible right which leads me to believe that they absolutely know no. who specifically <laughs> was responsible but they're not going to release that person's name because that person will we'll die, die. <laughs> will die because the french, vendetta, yeah. the, fr- the french are known for their measured response to catastrophe uh <laughs> They're already going through that whole yellow vest yes. thing over yeah. there at yeah. the moment too. Like not not to say that it would be already crazy over there, but like no. they've already got something else happening and now they've had the What's, um, Paris is already at, at simmer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now they've had this whole thing happen. It's what's, just another What's the yellow vest thing? Uh riots and, oh. and assaults. Uh a, a yellow vest is just civil unrest. 
Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. Yes, of course. I can't. Which remember is which is weird for the French because they're not really known for their public violence. <laughs> I, I can't no. re- remember specifically <laughs> the details, but I'm pretty sure sh- uh, it had something to do with the their main person in power or whatever, and he started over time bringing in more and more taxes and more taxes. Yeah, and then there Macron was, is not popular. Yeah, and um, eventually they were just like, enough's enough and we're just going to start revolting and that's exactly what they did. Mm-hmm. I can't believe like the French president was like, no, this will be fine. The French always lay down and take <laughs> <laughs> take this kind of stuff. On the, the contrary. <laughs> <laughs> they are, in fact, the people who invented the guillotine. <laughs> <laughs> Monsieur Macron. To speed through that execution line. <laughs> I also, I'm probably on the fence because on the one hand, yes, you're right, it's just an old church and there's so many ruins in the world that ruins become a beautiful thing. And I suppose we've, we're in a part of history that's now like there before the fire and after the fire and we're kind of special to be in both. Um, but I'm also like <laughs> – I went there in 2017. I was like, this is exciting. I'm going to have so much fun. Um, and I, I had a shitty travel agent. And she gave me this pass and she said, this can get you into all of these places. And she gave me a list of lies. Mm -hmm. A list of lies. (laughs) And it said Notre Dame. And I went in there, like, it's free to get in there, but you can only get to, like, the first level or whatever. And to go up or whatever, you have to buy stuff. You have to (coughs) donate to the church. Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. So I go, I'm like, hi, babe, here's my pass. (laughs) And she's like, no, that pass doesn't work here. And me being the petty bitch I am, I'm like, well, I'm not fucking mad. <laughs> so I left. I was like, fine, it's nice. I'll just come and back that another time. Set into into action a series of events that ended with the fire of Notre Dame <laughs> well, in 2019. This isn't like a series of unfortunate events where there's mysterious fires happening everywhere. Yet. Um, maybe this is just yet. the first. Mm-hmm. And I think it is a tragedy because I think a lot of history is lost. But again, I'm still like, why are all these billionaires now coming out with millions and billions of dollars worth for this. Like, what were you doing with that before, you wankers? Do you I mean, know, do you know just, who donated? They just want to make sure they get into heaven. That's do you, <laughs> do you know who donated? Um, no. No? Well, they clearly didn't give enough in that case. <laughs> well, also I haven't looked into it because I'm no. not like, who are the billionaires and also who do I need friends. to contact? <laughs> but, um, uh, my problem isn't the fact that they're, the people are, are donating. It's your money. Do what you want with it. My problem is honestly the the reaction of everyone who, like Gina, who has had passing interaction with this this place, and whether it's going there, have whatever experience, and then it is a personal tragedy when uh, yes it burns down. I'm like, okay, I can understand you regretting that this place that you had a good time at is burning now, but that's that's not the tragedy here. <laughs> that that you, your your personal loss is not the tragedy here. The tragedy is any of the damage that has actually been done, any of the history that is lost, that sort of thing. And like it happens with every tragedy. Yeah. Like if something happens in in France, then some they put the French flag overlay on their thing, and that's the entirety of what they do. And that's yeah. kind of enough activism or enough uh, mourning 
in on social media. Oh, the mm. bridges here in Brisbane, they get get lit up with whatever yeah. colors, colors or whatever whatever yeah. flag of whatever country this I hate thing that in. to begin with. Yeah. I'm like oh. yeah. or just like I it baffles me that people don't care unless it happens to them or someone close to them. Like have you, like why is everyone so far from empathy? Mm. Like and until there's a mass shooting, people are like, oh, this is a problem, <laughs> or like a church burns, like, oh, maybe we should take care of our historic sites. I'm like, oh, fuck you! Like, you didn't care to begin with until everyone's dying, much like well, it's, climate it's, change. <laughs> <laughs> it's, anyway. it's difficult to empathise with people you don't know. You know, you you hear that some tragedy. I can't relate, to, but sure. No, no, no. I mean, you, you hear that somebody died, some horrible death, and. Yeah, that's horrible. But you don't feel it because you didn't know them and you didn't know what they were For going sure. through. But the second you have some sort of connection with it, and especially in a in a in a monument where you know everybody has at least you know heard of it, if not you know walked walked through it, that's that's enough of a personal connection to go. Oh, that's actually kind of horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. but I, I still think posting about it no, on social oh yes, media it's a, it's, it's a is, very shallow is, thing to do. That's yeah. drawing attention yeah. away from the actual tragedy yeah. to you. And, and it happens when famous people die as well. Because I know yeah. personally when Robin Williams died, I was very personally oh. affected by that. Mm. But even then I would never have posted on social media. Like I would talk to someone about it and kind of commiserate about it. But like that would take away from like the actual thing that has yeah, happened absolutely. by yeah. redirecting it to me who yeah. doesn't need doesn't need any of that. Because I didn't actually know the person. I didn't lose anything personally except my own ideas of this person that existed elsewhere. And I, There's I no shortage the of there. people with that level of narcissism that will <laughs> yeah. take anything they, anything <laughs> they, they can it. to redirect attention to them. It just happens sometimes. I feel the same with like big life events like death in the family, uh, new relationship, divorce, whatever it is. I feel like a lot of people always, you know, Pop up on Facebook. N- <laughs> sounds so crass. <laughs> um, Nan's dead. My dog died, and I'm like, that's nice, but why do you want to pop that on social media? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Why yeah, do yeah. you like yeah. when that's happened? Are we to supposed me, to celebrate or sympathize? Yeah. Or what do you I want just, out of this? I don't want people that I don't really know or are close with to go. Oh, I'm so sorry. Like I don't want the attention on me. Yeah. I want to be alone in my thoughts with the people who already know. You know what I mean? And again, with new relationships or relationships in general, it's like if you don't know, you're not my friend kind of thing and you shouldn't. Like it's none of your business. Some people need to live vicariously. It's true. (laughs) Some people like to be in other people's business. I mean, I can relate (laughs) because I'm nosy. Yeah. But. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. That's different. Wanting wanting to know. Life's hard for a hypocrite, Gina. it's, It's hard to be a hypocrite and not. Be able to admit it to yourself. I am. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, good Friday, am I right? Good Friday. <laughs> anyway, I think we'll wrap it up there. Uh, thank you for joining us, Shane. Yeah, no, not a problem. Thank you for having me. Uh, and we will put links to Shane Oliver Experience in the show notes and we'll share it on our social medias. Um, so you can check it out. It's every second Thursday that it gets released. Yes, that's right. So it's available on iTunes and Spotify and all those all those podcasty places. Uh, thank you, Gina. Thank you, Zane. Thank you, Andy. Oh, it's always a pleasure. 
And thank you once again to our sponsors, thewinegallery.com.au. Go there, use our promo code, get some wine, be happy, and we'll see you again same time next week. Until then, farewell. Bye. Bye. Gotcha. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.